uh, just a little kindness goes a long way. So like, please just be, just go easy on your, the people that are trying to help capture your special moment. everyone, Dustin here, and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Technical Difficulties. I'm so glad to be back, and I'm happy to bring you the first part of a two-part conversation with my good friend, Taylor Stinson, who is an amazing wedding photographer and fellow lover of Tim Robinson. It was so great to have Taylor on this episode, and we had a great, long conversation over Zoom. In fact, it was such a fun conversation that I ended up with about two hours of material, so I decided to make this a two-parter. But without further ado, here's the first part of my conversation with Taylor Stinson. Please enjoy. Yeah, I wonder that if I went back seven years from now and had to talk to my young self, like, is this something you want to do? And then relay all the things I've done, seen and do now. I wonder if I would do this job. I mean, I think I, I love it so much. I do. It's, but it took me a long time to feel secure in where I am now and I've also seen so much that I don't know if I'd be so scared to even jump in to begin with but it is worth it I will say it was worth everything that's happened but I wonder if 22 year old Taylor would be like uh yeah yeah maybe I'll try it or maybe I won't I don't know and that can be the question that we answer today (laughs) what (laughs) is (laughs) <laughs> what would you what would you tell your hypothetically tell your past you know self hey everybody welcome back to technical difficulties the podcast i'm your host dustin and today i've got my friend taylor stinson here um who is a uh, a friend and a wedding photographer and in fact i know that is because she took the <laughs> photographs at our wedding uh my wife and i amanda's and which the those pictures low key, I mean, not, not even low key, but like high key, just anytime I even glance at them, I'm just like, like you captured everything like so perfectly. That makes me, makes me speechless, which I'm not speechless (laughs) very often. And I think that's the beauty of my job is that I get to take pictures of people's best days of their life. So I would hope that it it would inflict such a grand emotion like that every time you see it. Plus, I mean, I know your wedding was awesome. So there was never a dull moment and every photo was oh, no. not on my end, but on your end, because it was just a fun day. And to your okay. listeners, Dustin did a nice mosh pit fight, which was a highlight in my career. So mm. everyone which needed I, to know that. <laughs> I'm glad because I'm, I have not been able to see that video. Like, because I thought our I thought our videographer had like gotten that because they did like the whole thing, mm-hmm. and then we got the footage back and everything. And I'm like, where's the mosh pit? And I'm like, I'm I keep forgetting to ask, but like I'm like I need to see this. I guess you're gonna have to get married again and do it again. All right, are you free? Uh, <laughs> I'm free when, uh... <laughs> Okay, I'll just I'll just call some people up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's not a big deal. Uh huh. That is the one thing about my job is that, yeah, if you don't get it, you don't get it. And on a wedding day, you can't be like, hey, can you walk down the aisle again? 
uh, but videographers, mm. they can manipulate and tell a story with, if they miss something, they can cover it up with something else. And that is a luxury I wish I had. Just put a camera up and just leave it. Be like, oh, I'm good. Yeah, exactly. I got, I got it all. Um, yeah, I got it. Thank you. But yeah, my, my job in a sense is me running on adrenaline, hoping I'm in the right place at the right time, just holding down my shutter hoping I don't miss anything, but there are, there are weddings where it's utter chaos. And so sometimes people do miss things, especially when people are not as organized as I would hope they be, they would be, but I learned that very soon into my career. So I haven't had that issue in a long time. So that's, that's good. I think. I'm like, you're telling me that people aren't organized. <laughs> yeah, or, tell you about it. Or, or, no, I'm like, I'm like, I feel like I'm kind of organized. Like, like, I feel like I'm not really organized, but then, like, when I see, like, other people, I'm like, oh, maybe I'm just a bit more organized than than that. Like, Yeah, you can pat you yourself know. on the back, because there are, mm, right. not, you can kind of see my office a little bit behind me. I'm not that organized, mm. but when it comes to I mean, weddings. You got baskets and. I got baskets to organize a little <laughs> bit. I got my yeah. coffee mugs on my my desk, cameras everywhere. Lenses like a, caps, that a senior photo. No, my like friend a, made me a calendar of our of our friendship. But you're what? lucky. That's a nice photo because there are some there's some blackmail in there. Oh, I'm sure, oh may will be bad. Oh my god. Yeah. Wait. So they're all. So your friend made a calendar of about you, like of us, us together. It's not uh, just me. Yeah. I wouldn't. Oh, okay. I wouldn't know what oh. to do with a calendar of just my face. <laughs> I don't think I would put it. Well, up. Oh, this is kind of awkward. Uh, <laughs> right. That's a good picture, though. But. Uh... <laughs> I guess I'll celebrate me in April. That's fine. Right. I mean, why not? Yeah. <laughs> why not? You should celebrate me every day. So you heard that, listeners. You should celebrate Taylor Stinson every day. Um, <laughs> I expect gifts. <laughs> I want <laughs> gifts. <laughs> You're like, my PayPal is... <laughs> I know. I was going to say my Venmo, but I'll keep that to myself in case people mm. are, start requesting me for money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of creeps on Venmo. Yeah, I don't trust. I don't trust them. Well, speaking of not trusting, because you mentioned at the start of our conversation about like, what would you tell your like 22 year old self if you're like, with the knowledge that you know now? So what I'm curious is, is like you, like 22 year old, what, what made you like be interested? Like, did you specifically think like, oh, wedding photography or did it start like, or just photography or? So I like to start off by saying I never saw this for myself. I changed my major like four times, five times in college, started off school being a vet. <laughs> I wanted to be a vet and blood and I didn't get along. So that journey ended very quickly. And then my passion has always been movies. And so as the years went on, I'm like, why don't I just do it? Why don't I just follow my dream of being something that pertains to capturing move like a, a story in some way and so I went to college to and majored in cinema studies and I wanted to write movies and and somehow I dipped my toe into that but I didn't want to go to Hollywood um and so that dream kind of fizzled out after a while um and the day I after I graduated I was like okay what am I gonna do how am I gonna how am I gonna make money in in any way that I can I have a lot of debt after college so how can I 
say that off. And I never thought that I would take pictures of people. I wanted to somehow take pictures of landscape. I love to travel. I love the beauty of the world. But the only way to make money really in photography is to take pictures of people because landscapes can't give you money. Um, so I reached out. Unfortunately. To, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but I reached out to some photographers on the knot and I lucked out and met her name's Stephanie Casley. She's a phenomenal photographer. Um, and she took me under her wing and honestly did not look back. I, I thought it'd be like a summer job of second shooting and assisting her. And then and ended up with me creating my entire business that summer. So I went from wanting to make movies to to tell a story to taking pictures of people on their best day and telling that story. So like filmmaking is, you know, it's just a form of storytelling. So like you you had like a, an idea of like, oh, I want to tell stories in like this way. But then you discover like another way you can do that. Yeah. And I, I kind of like you, I am a little bit of an introvert too when I don't know people. I think people, if they hear this, they'll laugh that I say that I'm an introvert because I do love to talk. But I put myself into predicaments of weddings where I don't know these people and I have to somehow connect to them on a level where they're comfortable with me in order to have a camera in their face. And so I think that that was such a challenge, but also like kind of a blessing in a sense because it helped me grow as a person. Um, I was a writer like you. I wanted to write stuff. I like, I mean, I work in this office by myself with myself. So I <laughs> sometimes I talk to myself, but it's it's a very inclusive or very introverted setting during the week and then a very extroverted setting on the weekends. And so I get a little bit of mixture of both. But yeah, it's 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 been a good learning lesson for me, I will say. And that's interesting you put it that way because I don't know, I guess when I whenever I picture wedding photographers I picture this is a person that just likes to be around a lot of people all the time that's mm -hmm. kind of how I see it but like I you kind of blew my mind just a little bit because like <laughs> you know you you know you're you're at the weddings for like the day or whatever but you spend a lot of days where you're just like like me just kind of like chilling at home and like my office and like not really like interacting with people mm -hmm. yeah I, I guess I, spend... I never really thought about it like that yeah, and I don't think that's something people really know about our job. I spend 80% of my job by myself. I I mean, I work for myself. There are some companies that have like staff and crews and stuff, but I work for myself. I had I don't have a team and I only have myself to push myself to make sure work gets done. And I spend most of my time in my office by myself looking at photos, editing photos. Um, and the only time I really see clients are on weekends or for an hour for a session at night on a weekday. So I think that people think that we're always with a bunch of people doing sessions here and like every day, which I mean, we do, but we spend more time with ourselves than with clients. So it could get a little lonely, a little lonely, but. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of leads to a question I have is because that's, that's what you're doing. And like, you're going through, like, you're, you know, you're doing it with like all these couples and you go through it what's keeping you motivated? Like what's, what's making you, is there something, you know, cause I know you spend like a lot of time alone, but is there something that you get from it that is kind of the, the thing that makes you want to keep doing it? I've been very lucky to have met the clients that I have. I, it's not like you get an email from people and say, yep, 
let's do your wedding. There's a process of getting to know your clients on a personal level to make sure that this is who you want to spend your time with. You are with these couples on the best days of their life. You're capturing their love and you want to make sure that you can do the best for them because these are what you're going to look back on. It's like what you said, you see these photos and you just get so happy seeing it. And I mean, I know you and your wife. And so we got to get to know each other on a, on a, a different level. And that's what is such a great blessing in my job is that I get to, I mean, on wedding days, they get to be with all their guests, but I get to be with them more than their guests. I'm there from the beginning to the end. I get to do personal portraits with them while everyone else is at cocktail hour. So just having such a strong connection and making memories with strangers, but then turn into friends is what keeps me going. I still talk to clients to this day that I shot their wedding like four years ago. Um, and I mean, I don't have coworkers, but I would say like my coworkers are my clients and I am forcing them to be my friends for life because of, I get to be at not just their weddings, like some clients have had kids and I get to document their life. And it's the coolest thing to be a part of. No, it sounds very rewarding. And because I, that's another thing that I didn't like think of as well. It's like, you are in a moment, like with a, you know, a wedded couple, a moment that like, very, very, very few people can like be in that space and like actually be there. But like, let alone you're like there and you're like witnessing it and like capturing it. And, you know, and those are very like intimate moments, you know, like, cause I can speak from like, like our wedding, like the pictures we took in, in like the yard, like mm -hmm. that whole experience was like just incredible, you know, and you perfectly captured like that moment. And so like, when I like look at the pictures, like, I feel like it, I'm like experiencing it again. Yeah. So I think you really like, you're, you're doing a really good job <laughs> you know, is what I'm saying. Cause like, cause that was it. I know we kind of knew you like beforehand, but like you, we spend time together and then you like, I don't know, we just gelled. Mm -hmm. It's kind of hard not to have an emotional connection to people that you're working with that day. Like, I think your listeners need to know that you knocked the ball in the park by getting Amanda or making them Amanda um, a book of all your photos from the start of your relationship to that moment. And I, I think that a thing that changed in my myself um, in this job is that I am now a crier. I used to never cry. And then be like having to document that moment between you and Amanda I cried. I, I cry behind the, the camera. And so it's not just a job. It's, it's just kind of cool that I get to be a part of these moments like that. So it's hard not to connect with people during such a sweet, memorable moment like that. And I need to give you a little pat on your back so your listeners can be like, well, Dustin's, Dustin's sitting in the bar. Hmm. I mean, I, I try to, you know. <laughs> I, hopefully, hopefully Amanda thinks I'm doing a pretty good job. Uh, so, and you, you found like a way you could like really connect with people and, and then that's what you find rewarding. So it's like a cyclical thing, like you're, you're successful doing it, but it's because you like genuinely enjoy it versus someone who's just like doing it. It's a good point there. I mean, there, this is such a saturated industry. There's 
every you can look up photographer and there's going to be millions to choose from but you can tell who loves their craft the most by the quality of their photos not just in editing but also the smiles on your clients faces and I don't want to like brag I'm not I, I it's hard for me to talk about my job my my work but I love to see people shed that nervous fear of being in front of the camera because I get it I hate having my photo taken it's an awkward thing to think about but just watching clients shed that nervousness and being able to be themselves and smile and laugh and and be happy with their their significant other um that's rewarding I think sometimes client or others in this industry are just more focused on working through the session to get the paycheck I think that they want to fill their schedule as much as they can to make sure that they get as much money as they can. And that's why I try to, oh, I try, my friends would laugh that I mean, I overbook myself because I just can't say no, but also I say yes, because I get excited, but who, by who reaches out. Like I, if I still connect, I'm gonna be like, yep, I'll give you my free weekend because I want to be there on your wedding day. Cause you guys seem awesome. You know, but there are people who do 50 to hundred weddings a year. And I, I try to narrow it down to only 25, 30 because I, one, don't want to overwork myself. I don't want to burn out. We are notorious for burning out because we, people take too many weddings, but I think they're more so thinking about getting money rather than being there for the people. But I, I don't want to be burned for such a statement, but I do see it, you know? No, I, I don't think you're going to get burned, um, <laughs> but it's like, you know, and, you know, and I'm, I'm not in the wedding photography industry, like in, in the film industry, but so I see, I see a mixture of things, but for me, I can definitely tell when somebody's like, I'm like, I feel like you should be doing something else. I'm sorry. Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I don't know. I guess I'm just a fan of like when people like, like people like you who like, they're passionate about something and they just want to like do it and cause they like enjoy it. <laughs> well, also I took my hobby and my passion and made it into my career. So I think that that's a, a big reason why I'm so excited to do the same. It's not the same thing every weekend, but I, I shoot weddings every weekend, but some would say that taking your passion and making your it your career can hinder the love that you have for it but I haven't really hit that point you know and every wedding's different so it's not like I wake up at nine o'clock and do a desk job or desk job every day where I'm doing the same thing over and over again every session's different every wedding's different that a person like me who gets bored easily I've not ever been bored with my job because you never know what you're gonna show up to on a Saturday at a venue you shot at before because the clients are going to bring something different to the table. The stuff that I do wonder, it involves like the, you know, you always hear like those stories about like things that happen, like a wedding day, it like never goes perfectly to like to actually be there and you're the one capturing it. Do you have like things that have like stuck out that you like think of on occasion or? Oh, there's things I can't forget. Um, and it's a, a good thing one of the reasons why I said in the beginning is like if I knew what I was getting myself into would I be here or would I say yes to this job and to to begin with and my first season was the wildest time when you are starting out you 
have cheaper prices. You'll take whoever you can get. You don't know that you should interview your clients yourself. It's, it's, um, you're not just, and you are, your clients are not just interview, interviewing you to see if they want to hire you. You are interviewing the couple to see if that's who you want to capture and spend their wedding day with, because <laughs> there are clients like my first year, I tell this story whenever I get asked because it's, an unbelievable story. Um, my first year, the last wedding of the year, I was like, okay, last wedding, let's go out with a bang. Memorable year, I did it. Finally, finally can put cinematography on the map. Um, and oh god, they're no, they probably won't. Oh well, whatever. I was gonna say they're probably gonna know it's them, but that's okay. Um, I mean, I can. This can go on the Patreon. <laughs> They can know, let them know. They know what they did. <laughs> so the bride at the end of the day, I'll start from the beginning. I'm so sorry. Let me start from the beginning because it's not just one thing that happened. It was just a horse roller coaster story from start to finish. So she shows up crying because she doesn't want to be like, she doesn't feel pretty and she's like not excited. And I was like, is there anything I can get you? She's like, no, I just wish. Like I could restart the day and I was like, I, I can't help you there. Um, she also reveals to me that her sister-in-law or her sister found out that her baby daddy was cheating on her and she found out the day before and she had to still walk down the aisle with said baby daddy. And you can see in the photos, like the, the, the anger and, and you could tell she wanted to murder him because she just is staring at him with, with death in her eyes. And um, during portrait time, you usually have about a half hour of portraits with your your spouse. She didn't want any pictures with him. Um, and I had a, a past client come up to me. She was invited there. That's how I got referred to this uh, couple. She said, good luck today because you're going to need it. And I was like, why didn't you tell me this before? I would have said no to this couple. But it, it was the wildest time. And at the end of the night, as I'm packing up, the bride is making out with a man that's not her husband. <laughs> and uh, my second shooter turns to me and she's like, maybe that's her brother or, or something. I said, you don't kiss family like that. And I had that that choice in my head. Like, do I take a picture or do I, I not? And I decided not to have that on my conscience to have a photo of proof to just if anything were to happen. So yeah, I, I got to... I, I'm in the industry of shooting love and I ended my first season as a young 22 year old watching a woman kiss a man that's not her husband as I just spent eight hours shooting from the, the entire wedding day so I, I was like is this for sure what I want to do for the rest of my life and I mean seven years later six years later I'm still here so yeah so, so there wasn't a part of you that's like this is awesome <laughs> I get to see all this. I get to see this like reality show like play out in real life. You know, some weddings, it's so entertaining to see the drama that ensues. It, it's, I, and I've had so many stories after that that like bridesmaids being pissed at the bride for something, or a drunk groomsman hitting on someone that's not his girlfriend, or having one of my favorite stories is I had this girl reach out to me. Um, she DM me saying, Hey, did you happen to take pictures of the best man at the wedding? I said, yeah, I did. 
And um, she's like, well, I wasn't there. And I found out he cheated on me at that day. Is there any photos of it? And I said, I'm sorry, I didn't, because she wasn't there. And so I was like, I didn't, you know, follow him around to document him cheating because I never met him. I don't know him, but I hope you figure out your relationship because I'm not going to go dig through a, like 10,000 photos to see if he's talking to another girl that's not you. So like, you need to go to the FBI or something like. Yeah, yeah, like, I think I'm not the FBI. Or whatever, whatever people do. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, you like notice this guy like, oh, he looks like he's kissing someone he's not supposed to. And like, he looks like he's pictures. cheating. Yeah, he mm -hmm. looks like he's cheating. I'm going to just follow him around, not the bride and groom. Like, but he, has I, a, he has a cheater's aura. <laughs> the, the show Cheaters is here. Uh, <laughs> it all makes wow. sense now. Well, that's too much. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, though, for something so big happening my first year, it, like, nothing can compare. That it's all, like, smooth sailing from now on. Like, nothing phases me anymore. I've seen it all. Even though it's supposed to be your happiest day of your life, some people don't have the happiest day of their life. But That's yeah. a shocker. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Because, mm -hmm. I mean... I mean, I know how it is when you like look forward to something and then it, if it's not going the way you like hoped, it's like frustrating. And especially yeah. if it's like your wedding and you're already mm -hmm. paying like so much money for it. But um, having only been married once, <laughs> I have to say like, we spent a lot of time preparing for it and we put a lot of like, you know, blood, sweat and tears into the thing. And so like when the day comes, when the day came, I, I'm hoping that's what helped, you know, cause things seem to just move along like very well and like things were not stressful and like it was very like fun and like energetic. And it's a really nerve wracking thing to like be planning and like, let alone like planning this and like also like I'm the one that's gonna be like part of the spotlight. And you know, like I mentioned earlier, like I'm an introvert mm -hmm. and I was, I don't know if you could tell, but I was extremely nervous um, on our wedding day because it's like, there's like this version of me. All right, there's, okay, there's like me, I guess the way you see me. And then there's like the real me and I'm like the real me is like just kind of like shy and like awkward, and like kind of weird and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so like when I'm put in like a, on the spotlight, you know, a place that I like, I kind of avoid sometimes. But um, there's a lot of nerves involved. And I think like having you there, like, you know, especially because we're familiar with you and because it does come like, cause there's a lot of nerves involved. And I guess I never really thought about it until like, I'm thinking of it now, but like, you're kind of like a, you, you're almost like a pivot, you know, the couple, cause I'm sure like they're, they're nervous, you know, like I was nervous. It's like, we had you there and it was like having a friend there and it just made me feel like relaxed. And I, don't, I think it would be cool, not that I would do it myself, but I think it would be cool to experience that from your perspective. Yeah, you can, I I think you should come work with me. Come be my assistant for a day. Cause it is, a, really? it is such a cool thing to experience. And you said so many things in this, in that statement of like, everyone is nervous. I, and a wedding day sometimes can be like a couple is entertaining. 200 other closest friends and family and it's it's eerie it's, it's intimidating 
Um, it makes me realize that being an actor is definitely not in my wheelhouse. I don't, I hate being the center of attention. I hate having to be on a hundred percent of the time and being emotional in front of your friends and family is hard. Um, and that's what, what a wedding day kind of entails is that you are front and center and it's, it's a lot, it's a lot, but I think that's also something, what you said is that we were familiar with each other and I would hope that I would help shed a little bit of the ner- of the nerves that I'm standing next to you as you're, you're seeing Amanda for the first time walking down the aisle, you black out all of us, but also having me there capture the tears come down your cheeks. It's okay. You're like, I want her to have to take this moment. I want her to take that picture. I would hope that it's, it's not in the, the back of your mind. Like, Oh, I'm so nervous. I don't want all this to be documented, but it's, it's a weird thing. Weddings are a little bit of a weird thing. You're, you're most vulnerable and it's being captured from start to finish. And I mean, normal people like us don't have a camera interface all the time, every day. I mean, you may be a little bit different. You have your uh, uh, director, you have podcasts, all this and that, but um, I don't normally do something like this. So when I get married, I can't even imagine being in front of the camera when I'm continuously behind the camera. It's just, it's just a weird thought. But I think that one thing that needs to be said about like weddings is that it is the best day of your life, but also, I mean, I'm not saying, but it's the best day of your life. You are with the most important people of your life and it should be the best day. You're like, I've had many best days, but you are running on adrenaline. You know that you are about to spend the rest of your, of your life with the person that you love the most. And there are only two two events in your life where everyone comes together in such a big moment like that, which is your wedding and your funeral. So you get to have these memorable moments with your most favorite people and have these photos forever. And I don't mean to make it sound sad, but I just had my grandmother's um, like funeral celebration of life a few days ago. So I'm going through millions of photos trying to find, find these forever documented pictures of her throughout her life. And the only ones that like really came out were from wedding days. And so I think that's such a cool thing is that I get to document not only like people's best days, but like grandparents with you and like your parents are with you and, and, and you guys get to have these big moments with them and have these printed pictures. Like I see my grandfather every, every Sunday, he lives down the street, he's 93, but I don't have photo. I don't take a photo with him every, every Sunday when he comes over, but at weddings, I have 20 photos of him and us like dancing and our family all together, the generations of like, of of all of us together. It's such a cool thing. I think that's like a big bonus of what I get to do. That's like a bonus in like a sea of bonuses. Mm -hmm. It's a good way to put it. Yeah. And again, another thing, because you're, you're, you have like a lot of really good points right now, but like, you're right. Like, I don't think there will ever be another day where Amanda and I would have like that many people that we know, like all like, like around us. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're not really like thinking about it on the day. I mean, you're, you know, you're thinking of a billion things, but like, um, like, I don't know, thinking about it now, it, it makes, and I, and cause I've heard stories where like people don't like document their weddings and stuff and then they regret it. 
So mm-hmm. like I'm I'm like doubly triply glad so that we were able to like get you and to capture everything. Um, yeah. Especially when you're old like me and you keep forgetting stuff. <laughs> I can't remember what I did yesterday, so I totally get it. But I think that's a really good point. Is that I think if you're planning a wedding and I know you're some people are on a budget, I think the sole thing that you should drop a pretty penny on is your photographer. They are documenting the whole day and you want to make sure that they, they do the best of the best. Um, so people don't, and I totally get it. I understand. I mean, I'm a photographer. Of course, it's important to me. and But I, I want to push it onto others that if you buy or hire a cheap photographer, you're not going to always get the the memories captured. It's pretty cookie cutter. It's pretty generic. But I would want you to feel excited like you said I'm going to bring it up a million times you still look at pictures and you're like oh my gosh remember that moment and I want to make sure that people have that too 10 20 years down the line showing their kids like this is mom and mom and dad's uh wedding day you know so I just want to push that a photographer is very important and and I hope that people take it to heart that our photos tell your story and I would want them to pay the penny for that but that's just me that is just me my opinion yeah yeah because um I have seen different types of wedding photos and um I definitely I I think there's very few I've seen that I would compare to like your quality (laughs) (laughs) because I don't I feel like after after having you as our photographer and like seeing your photos I'm like kind of a snob now (laughs) <laughs> it's hard I I that's such a nice thing for you to say it's hard to take a compliment um but yes it's hard I, like, I'm just spitting I'm just spitting facts <laughs> <laughs> too nice I mean as a photographer it's like you and as a movie director like you can see like the, the the flaws in something while someone like my mom didn't go to film school and she's like oh it was great I'm like well this kind of bothered me there's the this and that like the, the cuts here were a little off but so it's hard to describe flaws in in like photo- in photos because I see it every day. I'm editing photos every day. And so I want when my friend was getting married in October, I was like, OK, she sent me the photographer she was thinking of hiring. I was like, no, I don't like this one. No, I don't feel like I feel from these photos and I can't help but be a snob. And I don't want to be a critic of other people's work because I don't think it's fair in a sense, because every photographer is different. They tell a story that through their own eyes and I tell a story through my own, but I can't help not doing it, you know? I definitely get what you mean. Like, cause it's something that I kind of like struggle with a bit. I think maybe it's just me. Like if, if I feel like people aren't being genuine, then I, I don't really feel like their mm. work is genuine. Yeah. Um. So that's why it's so refreshing to see like you and like you have such like a you know positive approach to it. I don't know. I think that's, I think that's really cool. And I'm excited to see like how your business is going to continue to grow. And like, you know, if maybe you'll get some, some help that can like give you a bit more time to like relax. <laughs> that would be lovely. Uh, during wedding seasons, my friends are like, Hey, are you alive? I get that text from my one friend many times because I am so bad at making time for myself. It's a little bit of a, of a of a business that you give a lot of yourself to 
And I think that is something that I would have to let my past self know is that be ready to give more than you receive in a sense. But that's what a service is. That's what a job like this is. You are are giving your talent and your time and your energy every day, every weekend to those who deserve it. I mean, these are great clients and I'm happy to do it. It just self-care is something that I think I would relate to others in this industry to make sure that when you start, take days off. We work weekends, people, normal nine to fives don't. So I try to take Mondays and Tuesdays off for myself. I haven't started doing it yet because I can't say no, but we need to make sure that we put ourselves first sometimes too. So it's a little bit of a, of a, of an exhausting career in a sense that we don't work nine to five, um, seven or five days a week. We work 24 seven. I, there are days that I work from sunrise to, to like midnight. I'm a, a night owl. I love working at night. Um, but yeah, we we're constantly working. We don't have structured hours. Um, and I mean, that's on us too, in a sense, because we aren't making sure that we're taking time for ourselves. I just can't stop. And we want to please our clients that I want to get those photos back to them as soon as possible. So these are all things that I could fix, but I physically can't get myself to do it because I am such a, I guess a people pleaser. I don't know if people pleaser is the word I want to say, but I'm just going to say it because it's- I, I see what you mean. True. Yeah. So I'm a recovering people pleaser. So like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> and- <laughs> It, it is hard to say no, especially when it comes to, you know, you don't want to disappoint people, you know, um, mm -hmm. which, you know, some of that for me comes from like a bit of, a bit of childhood, but like, you know, constantly feeling like I need to like please people and I don't want people to like get upset and everything. And like, mm -hmm. um, I kind of, and that's kind of where I'm at and like my, this point in my life is like, it's like, I know what I want and everything. And it's like, I'm trying to get there, but I'm just, I'm just trying to like chill, <laughs> you know, yeah. like um and that's why I'm I'm always looking at like I want to hear like different stories like from you know from people like yourself where I can learn more about like you know how they operate and how they approach things mm -hmm. um because there's always something you can get from like every person's story and what I'm getting from yours is that like I mean first off you're you're again you're like a million percent in the right industry um <laughs> But I know it's it's exciting because I don't know what, I don't know how, like, because I'm sure the industry like changes and like things can happen. And like, um, I mean, now you have like everything AI and stuff. I don't know. But like, <laughs> you're like, I feel like you have like a really special gift, I would say, where like you, you're, what you're doing is like, you're able to have genuine connections with people. And <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, it just not to get all like doom and gloom or whatever but like we're kind of in like an era where like that's just like really common it's to like not really be around people or not really having like quality interactions with people mm -hmm. it's something it's something I've been trying to work on because I feel like for a long time like I was having a lot of interactions with people but like some interactions were just not like helping me they were just mm -hmm. kind of giving me problems and so I'm kind of like reprioritizing my energy and like focusing on the things that like, cause the thing is, it's like to, to be successful and everything you have to work hard 
you're always going to have to like kind of do like a 60 40 kind of thing so but i mean why not do it where you're like not only able to do that and the grind or whatever you call it but like you're able to do it and like and have genuine connections with people like i think that i think that's really cool Mm -hmm. that's a really good point i like i like that um filling people's cups i think is something that i love to do i think i take that to heart that i i don't have much time i give a lot of my time to my job which i need to work on but when i do have time for myself and others i love to make sure that i'm with people who fill up my cup too as well along with me filling up theirs because i don't have much time that when I give up that time I want to make sure that it's worth it and so I'm so blessed to have the amazing people in my life outside of work that make me feel seen and loved and and they really do rejuvenate me to a point of like okay I gotta go back to work this weekend I won't you won't (laughs) you won't hear from me for a while um but also from my job I choose clients who fill up my cup too I had and I'll bring up the wedding I just shot. I have had I had such a fun time not just shooting, but like communicating with the bride and the groom and the bridesmaids. I mean, as a first shooter, I spend most times with the bridesmaids and the bride. Um, and it was just so fun to just have these conversations and laughing with people I did not know. But now I'm like, hey, can we hang out later? I literally was like, everyone, give me your Instagram. We're hanging out. I want to be friends. You are a good time. And that is what's so rewarding in my job is that I can walk away after shooting a 10 grueling hour wedding and be like, I would do that all over again. That was so fun. I can't wait to do it again. And so that's, that's such a cool thing. And, and and you're right. I think having genuine connections in a social media world is so hard, but my job is mainly in person, which is such a cool thing. And I don't think many people have that. A lot of people work from home. You're the, you're the first person I've talked to uh, face-to-face today. So that's huge for me. Um, but also I get to make forever memories every weekend at weddings. And it is such a cool thing. And I don't think many people get to do that. And I think that I could, I'm just going to ramble, ramble about my job. Um, but like post-college, like a lot of us, just take the first job we can get. And I was so lucky to say, I have my dream job at 22. And I don't really want to do anything else. I don't know what else I would want to do. While everyone's saying, I want to quit. I hate my job. I hate my life. And I'm like, I get to have the best day every weekend. And it's so cool. So you just, you basically just get to party and like, I and like call it a day. <laughs> I get paid to party and take pictures of people make out. It's basically my, my life. Yeah. But it, and I do say that I, I do say that I get paid to party and be at people's best days. And these people who, I mean, I haven't talked to some of the clients. I mean, it happens, but they're going to be like, Hey, remember Taylor, remember our photographer, you know, cause I, they just met me that day. Some people don't want, engage the sessions and don't communicate very often over email and they meet me and I'm going to be in their memories for the rest of their lives and they just met me one time so that's kind of cool too social media with my job is awful I hate it but that's also something that you've said many times about being humble 
and I don't want to say I'm humbled. I feel like that's a hypocritical, hypocritical statement to say I'm humble. What? But, I'm, I'm actually really humble. <laughs> I'm really humble. Trust me. Mm, but, like, trust, but there are. Trust me, bestie. <laughs> I'm 100% me, but go like my post. Um, I think that you can see people's genuine selves and if they're humble or not through their social media, especially through photographers, because there are a bunch of photographers out there that I think are milking their work to make them be more popular. If that makes sense. They want to be like, a, like an influencer and someone that people look up to. And it's like, I don't do my job for you to be like, watch, like to keep up with what I'm up to. I post my photos to show the love that I got to capture. And that's why I don't like putting myself on my Instagram. Cause it's not about me. It's about you guys. So can I just like, can I just shoot some praise? Because that's something that like, it's something that like, I've like, I've acknowledged, but I didn't really like think about it. But like, I'm just, I just, I'm not a fan of like the, the influencer stuff. Like just that, like, just, I, I'm just not a fan. Like yeah. I get it. I get why it's a thing. You know, it's just like an extension of like our obsession with like famous people or like celebrity or like whatever. But I just, I'm, I'm just not a fan of that, you know, like, cause it's, it's something it's more like, Hey, like it's more about them and less about like what they might be like saying that they're, do they're doing. But like you, I know you work really hard all the time and like, you're always like, you know, crazy busy with weddings, but you're not all like, you know, blowing up on TikTok or like <laughs> anything like that. Like you are, you're just doing your thing. Um, and I think that's really cool because it's like, you haven't lost sight of like what, what you wanted from it. Like you didn't turn it into like, oh, now I could use this to like, just be super vain. No. There are but, some photographers that change their Instagram from photographer to influencer. They stop doing weddings and they start promoting their lives, their lifestyles. And I mean, no. hey, if you can make money off being at home with your family and like showing your outfit of the day, like kudos to you. But I didn't start this business to make myself be someone that you look up to. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to look up to someone that I don't know. But yeah, I feel like I, so, this is just like a rant sesh now. I mean, <laughs> all of my <laughs> discussions are rant sessions, but um. <laughs> But you actually, you made a really good point. Influencers are just people that all they're really doing is promoting themselves. Mm -hmm. And um, and I think like, that's what I'm just not a fan of. I'm like, what are you, what are you really doing here? You know, like um, yeah. when I'm taking a look at what someone's doing, it's like, um, that's why I'm really big into like people being genuine and stuff. Because if I look, because I don't know, there was, um, it was like a random thing on this uh, Facebook Walmart page there was this guy who he kind of like went viral and like people like would um leave comments about how amazing he was and everything and then this um tv reporter she ends up interviewing him and like because i've kind of gotten in on the hype so we were all like hyped up like ready to see this guy's interview and so she like did the interview with him and we were all like wow this is the most like incredible thing we've ever seen in our entire lives and but she was like a TV reporter and I ended up following her 
And she was really good. She kind of reminds me of you a little bit, Taylor. But like, and I, I totally mean that in like a, a good way. But like, she she was really good at being a TV reporter and everything. And, and she was like, just like fun and energetic. And then at some point she like, was like, oh, I'm done being a TV reporter. And um, I was like, oh, I wonder what she's doing next. But she's basically just been like an influencer now. And like, you know, just like just travels and has like pictures of herself. And I'm like, well, I, I thought the, the stuff was interesting, you know, when she was doing the reporting and like seeing all like the fun that they had, like doing that. I don't know, like it's great for her if like she's able to just just vibe and like get paid for it. But um, I don't know, I guess I'm because I'm a bit like a introspective kind of person. So I'm always like thinking about what I'm doing and like, am I really like, am I, can I like, am I making a difference here? Because like, mm -hmm. I, I kind of just, I want to make a difference like in this world. So like, I'm trying to like, think about like how I can like do that, but. Yeah, yeah, I like, that's true. I think about that a lot, that what I'm doing, am I making a difference? Am I the best that I can be? Am I, people pay a lot of money to hire a photographer. And I, I mean, it's imposter syndrome all the time. Like, am I, as good as I'm pricing myself and it's hard to not think that especially when you work for yourself by yourself and seeing other Instagram accounts of amazing photographers kicking ass and I'm like I'll never be that good but that's my own mind and you are so kind in saying such nice things about the photos they took of your day that it's like you need to stop thinking that because everyone's different everyone has a different art form or a way that they do photography and I do what I do best through the way that I do it. And I mean, there's no one way to take a photo. There's it, there's a thousand different cameras, a thousand different softwares, a thousand different ways to edit a photo. It's like, you don't know, you can't knock yourself down because someone's photos look different to yours because who knows what photographer is looking at your page being like, oh my God, I wish I was as good as you. And that is the one thing about social media that I have a hard time with is that we're all critiquing ourselves to other people and we need to just be so happy with what we're doing and like that's why I love I, I post my photos I take that like count off because I don't want the likes to justify the quality of the photos that I'm posting and I don't want the couple to be like oh my photo only got a hundred likes while another one got a thousand likes like it doesn't matter how many likes you get it just I just want you to see that my couples are awesome they're in love their days were great that's honestly all that matters in my job it. no it's it's really it's just about the light that yeah. that's it <laughs> I lied. there's nothing else like all we ever do in life now that matters is to get likes and I'm gonna pay for them I want to <laughs> drop a dollar to get a million likes I'm gonna beat Selena right. Gomez and followers I was gonna say you could have like your clients like hey if you want like I can give you a hundred thousand likes on your wedding photo if you pay me like extra I, and the sad thing is I guarantee there are people out there that would do it because that's important to them. But hey, that's none of my clients would do that. But I'm sure there are people are out there. Now, here's a part where my ADHD brain transitions to a totally different topic. But yeah, I'm also like a rambler. Um, yesterday, I went to uh, my first horror convention. I saw and... your post on social media. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of social media. Um, <laughs> 
not me being an, <laughs> not me being an influencer, but uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, I went. So I went with my good friend Sunny and uh, Amanda, and I had like just an amazing time because I've never been to like a convention, and you know, because like I've mentioned many times, I'm like introverted, which a lot, like you have said, my friends also say like, no, you're not, but. I'm like, yeah, like try living like in my body. Well, okay, I don't, I don't say that. I don't say that part, but but you know what I mean. But um, so at the convention, it was just like great. And like, I got to like meet like all these cool people and just like talk about like, you know, cause they're all like, just kind of like nerds who like horror. And, um, and I got to like meet all these like interesting people and but it was funny because um, my friend Sonny and um, Amanda, they were kind of like behind me. They were kind of like my squad, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but um, it would, I would start talking to somebody and then we just keep going, 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 going. And then they'd finally just be like, kind of like pulling my shirt, being like, all right, Dustin, like we got to like go. And and they were, they were cool with me doing that. But like pretty much the whole time I, that was me. I was just like, because it's, it, it just comes down to like when you get a chance to like talk about the stuff that you really enjoy and like that you're passionate about like you you have so much to say about it which again that that says you're in the right industry yeah I was just gonna say I did um an interview last week two weeks ago and it was supposed to be like a 15 minute chat I talked for an hour I rambled so much but when it becomes when it's about something that you're passionate about you can't shut up and I don't talk, I don't like talking much about myself. I have a hard time about it. But in this predicament, it's not like I'm talking about myself. I'm talking about my job and my passion. And so it's so cool and fun to like enlighten people because they see just my photos, but they don't see what happens behind the camera, which is what we talked about earlier on is that I spend most of my time by myself editing and re-editing and critiquing and crying. And no, I'm just saying, okay, okay, maybe sometimes, well, but... But yeah, I was, no, I was going to say that sounds like the plot of like a rom-com. <laughs> you're like the, <laughs> the, wedding, the wedding photographer and you're just like editing all these photos and you have like this like melancholic music <laughs> in the background and you're like, when can I have my moment? It's like Tangled. You know how she finally is free and she's so excited, but then it pans to her crying and it's like she's excited again and then she's crying again. That's very mm. much my 180 flip flop life I mean I'm the same way because <laughs> like no I'm 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 a crier for sure like I I'd be the thing is I I didn't cry on her wedding day but when we got home <laughs> at like 3 or 4 a.m all of a sudden like everything that we had just experienced just like hit me all at once and I just started like just falling and I yeah. like, couldn't stop you know um but like I'm like I'm a crier like sometimes you just I mean sometimes it happens um but sometimes I'm like you know I'm sad boy Dustin today and I'm gonna listen to <laughs> I'm gonna listen to Sujan Stevens and I'm gonna sit and watch um what was it I watched everything everywhere all at once and just like cried on the couch yeah what a what a day so John Stevens is on my uh editing playlist he gets on me our, our wedding playlist yeah, great, great choice. Great choice. It gets me emotional. Makes me feel, as I like to say in my job, you feel a lot. And so I made a playlist that matches the tone as I edit, just to keep me keep me in the same mood as a wedding Wait, day. So is the playlist, is it 
just a like overall playlist do you listen to when editing all weddings or do you okay because I thought you like maybe did a playlist for like each wedding I was like dang that's <laughs> I'm not that's commitment. I know I'm not that over of a, of a achiever like that's, that's like I... method photography <laughs> uh that'd be cool though maybe I should try it but I know um, that I'll do it one or two times and then stop but yeah I be just like, have one this playlist. is way too much work <laughs> yeah yeah I'm like what yeah, I couldn't do it. That's a cool idea. Oh, but, actually, yeah, that's a no for me. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, um, all you would really need is the if you get the music list from the DJ, because um, we actually made a playlist of all the music that played at our wedding. So we have like the all the all the songs we played, and what's cool is that it I, it's an order, the the order like of the wedding. So like whenever we listen to the playlist, it like takes. I can like kind of get taken back like through like the beginning and then like our entrance and like all of that. And, but yeah, if you, I, I, I just recommend like, I'm not saying you have to because not everybody has to, but if you get married, I, I, I do recommend doing that because it is nice to be able to just like sit and listen to it. I literally writing that down. That's such a good idea to have your DJ give you a playlist of all the music from your day. That's a fantastic idea. Ask DJ. I'm writing it down. This is not fake. <laughs> this is a simulation for dramatic effect. <laughs> but no, and it's funny. So I, the playlist, I even add songs that like we didn't even play at the wedding, but I'll be like, we should have played this at the wedding and I'll like put it on the, on the playlist. I'm telling you, that's why you need to have your redo your day, not redo, but have another wedding. Okay. You, you said tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Are you I free? Think. Yeah, actually, um, yeah, I'll just call in, call, you know, just call in to work. Yeah, I think they'll understand. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Um no. I'll just have to go to um like the barber and uh the dry cleaners and um I need to get, like go hit the gym real quick and um yeah. So, but I should be good before tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. I'll clear my schedule. That's cleared. All right. You heard that, Amanda. <laughs> it's happening I'll call again after tomorrow. This. <laughs> I don't think well, I could Heidi, put it. A... Oh, sorry. Heidi Klum and Seal, they got married every year on their anniversary for seven years until they got divorced. Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. No more married. <laughs> I I thought you were gonna say like every year and like they're they're still getting married like every year on their wedding day and I'm like all right, like at some point you'd be like all right we we're good on this uh, tradition. Yeah, I love you, honey, but can we stop and do something else? Right. But they have the money and the time, so mm. I can see why they did that. I mean, he had the money to have one name, so. True. You know, I can't just go around saying like I'm I'm Dustin and like that's it. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> or maybe I can. I don't know. I think you should start doing that. <laughs> like your name, Dustin. Mm -hmm. Like last name, what? I gave you my. I'm name. a one name person. <laughs> mm -hmm. You're like Beyonce. Like yeah, Beyonce. Hello, Beyonce, Prince, um, Seal, and that's all I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all I got too. R Rihanna. 
Rihanna, duh. Mm. I don't know why uh, Donna from Parks and Rec is a one-name woman, too. Her name's Rita. Donna. Wait. You know Parks her and Rec? Is, yeah, her name is Donna. In real life, her name's Rita. And that's it. She's a one-name person, too. Oh, oh, just Rita. Oh. Oh, okay. I think I... I think I recall that. Like, I guess I, I, guess I didn't really... Like I saw it so many times, I forgot it. Like doesn't show her last name. Yeah, this is the. These are the things I remember, but I don't remember what I did yesterday. So right. That's where I am in my life. I mean, I relate. Like I retain a lot of useless information, and but it's great. And not not that it's useless, but you know, like, um, you just gotta find like your people, like mm -hmm. that. Um, that's what was cool about the the horror convention yesterday was like I have a lot of useless knowledge about like horror and stuff and so and Amanda like she's only so interested you know like mm -hmm. like I want to I want to talk about it 24 7 she's like yeah yeah awesome yeah yeah can we talk about something else but but um but like it was just and that's why it was cool to like just be around like just fellow kind of like nerds and like we're all just kind of like talking about our favorite uh like horror films and stuff um so do you have any, do you have like a posse or like people, you know, and like who are also wedding photographers and you kind of like get together or do you yeah. like, what kind of networking do you do? So that is a great question because since we work for ourselves, it's hard to have coworkers or a community. Um, I lucked out this past year. I reached out to a couple people to second shoot for me and they are now some of my closest friends. We, get together to photograph things that we are passionate about. Like our, <laughs> we photograph our dogs a lot. We go on hikes and, and walks to get nature and all that stuff because we want to diversify ourselves from our typical day-to-day -day of people and engagement sessions and newborns and stuff like that. So I have a few really close friends that are far and near who we love to get together and complain about our jobs and ask what they do and these predicaments or what lens do they use all the time and like how would they shoot something like this I have people who are so good at flash and that's something that I it's a hit or miss with me it's a, a monster in itself and so I, I have photographers that are friends that are nice enough to come teach me for free and knowledge like that is not cheap so it's I'm very lucky to have have the small group that I have. Did you say Adobe Flash? No, just Flash. They flash, flash on our camera. Oh, okay. No, I thought I thought you were talking about like like the program Flash. And for a second, I was like, oh, I, I didn't know Flash was still around, and that like people use it in like the <laughs> industry. <laughs> Plot twist. Yeah, you're really getting the tea here. No, just the flash. Mm. Being in dark rooms and mm. when you're, every venue is different and sometimes it's so hard to decide or figure out what, how much light you need or what settings you need to do. And that's a huge thing about our jobs is that we need to be ready to be on our toes at any given moment of different lighting. And uh, if it's raining outside, if it's dark inside, there's no windows or it's the sun's beating down on you. You need to be ready at all, all times of what to change and what to do in those predicaments. And flash is something that is really hard 
to figure out for myself. But I have friends that are so kind in helping me figure it out because they're pros at it. And we give and get, we give and take. Like I, I'm, I feel like I'm pretty good at light settings or posing. My friend always tells me she's like, "You pose really well," and so I'll give her tips on how to pose couples or self at the connection. I'm like, just take the time to have a conversation. And sometimes liquid courage is is encouraged. So, which I would need if I would have my photo taken. But yeah, so it's just a give and take, and it's really nice to have supportive people in the industry because it's an industry that's competitive. And that is the end of part one of my talk with Taylor Stinson. We had such a fun time recording. And again, we ended up with so much material. So this is the end of part one, but part two is coming at some point. I'm not sure when that's going to be because it's been a busy summer. I'm, I'm pretty tired, if I'm being honest. And as you can tell from the music getting louder, that is the end of this episode. And I will catch you on the next one. Jam Handy Production, reminding you to keep your preserves in a convenient place. God bless.